You know, this morning, I gave Brother Jim, uh, we were sitting back there talking, I told him what I was, uh, what I was going to be preaching. I know better than to do those things. Lord uh, gets a hold of you and He changes your mind abruptly. Uh, the message I do have to bring today is one I had planned on uh, preaching in the future. I was not hardly, I thought I wasn't hardly through with it, but I reckon the Lord knows all about it. And uh, I pray that the Lord will open our eyes today. That's what I'm praying for. And the things that have already been said verify exactly what the Lord is doing in this place even today. The things that we're going to be dealing with today are about the current events that are going on in the world. And I want you to really stop and consider some things with me as we, as we look at these things that are transpiring in the world today. You look at the Word of God, you have to recognize the things that God has said is going to come to pass. <laughs> it's certainly coming to pass right before our very eyes. And these are things that I'm speaking of today are for every person that are in, that's in this house. Whether you're here today out in Radio Land or somewhere in Sermon Audio in the world today, you're, you're going to hear a message that I pray will be beneficial to every individual that hears it. Because that's the only ones who will benefit from it. It's those who will first of all hear the Word of God. Those who are... You know, a lot of times we sit in our churches, we sit in our pews, and many times uh, things go right over our heads that we never pick up on. I want you to really focus today. I want you to focus on where this world is. I want you to focus on where God is today and where His Son is. I would dare say that, you know, as I look at uh, the end times and the things uh, that are shortly, surely to come to pass, you have to recognize that Jesus Christ is even now at the door. And folks, I believe that as He's reaching for the door, He's looking to His Father. And you know, hyperbole, I want you to just put your mind in this place. As He's reaching for the door and He's looking toward His Father because He knows His Father's about ready to give Him a, a, a command to go get His children. And folks, when that door opens and Jesus Christ comes out, of the, out in the clouds and He calls His children home, I believe that without a shadow of a doubt that the things that are going on in the world today point to that time when Jesus Christ is soon to return and to call His children home. You know, as I said you know, many times, as, as I write my sermons out, I always go back and I'll, I will highlight it, and of course you can see I, I haven't highlighted anything yet, but I'll go and do what I call my red line, and, and then uh, I pray over it, and I, I seek God's wisdom in the deliverance of the Word, but today I know as you look at the events in the world, today it is high time that men of God send forth a warning to all who will hear. The time is near. The Bible states that our redemption draweth nigh. 
And friend, whether you realize it or not, whether you believe it or not, God's Word and you that are in this house today, every one of you have been in the house of God. You've been raised in the house of God. You may be here. You may not be saved. You may be saved. You may be a good godly Christian. You may be a worldly Christian. You may be lost and undone. But know this, that you know that God's Word is coming to pass right before your very eyes. There is no denying it. The Bible states, and if you'll turn to Matthew 24 with me, as we, as we look at this, this scripture, I simply entitled this message, The End is Nearing. And friend, uh, all you got to do is open your eyes and see and understand the things that God is bringing to pass upon this old world. Uh, you can go back, you know, as a matter of fact, the reason why that I was studying these things is because somebody asked me how long it had been since I'd preached a, a message concerning Ezekiel 38 and 39. And I went back and I looked through some of my old messages and, and I, I see the Word of God that was, that was preached in that day. And it's more real to me today than it's ever been in my life. The things that are coming to pass today are more prevalent and they are more evident than they have ever been. The time is near. The Bible says in Matthew 24, beginning at verse 4, as we look at this Scripture, I want you to just take time to listen to every word that I say today. The Bible says, And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. And you shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you be not troubled. For all these things must come to pass. But the end is not yet. And that's what I want you to focus on here for just a moment. The time and the events of the world that are happening right now is, is something that is, ought to get your attention but you know when that time of his, of his coming back to the earth and touching upon the ground in the Mount of Olives, this is not the time that he's speaking of. As a matter of fact, the Bible states that, that he's going to put hooks in the jaws of nations. And he's going to draw them down against that little nation Israel. And friend, that's what we see going on in the world. It's not necessarily ever so much of the wealth of Israel, although that has a major part to play because the Bible expounds upon that very fact that, that the cattle, that, 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 and, it's, and cattle speaks of wealth. And, and the things that, that, that are being spoken of there in Ezekiel speak of the wealth of Israel. And, but, that's not the full crutch of the, of the hooks that are set in the jaws of many nations today. I want you to know that the hook that is set in the jaws of nations and men of power today is the, is the hooks of hatred for God's people. And that's what you see coming to pass today. The things that I'm going to be bringing to your attention are right before your very eyes. They're in the news every day. If you, if you have cable, television, or satellite, or whatever, I'm sure that, that everything is continually coming right before your very eyes. Now, I only have antenna, but, 
but uh, even even upon antenna, I can go I can go and I can uh, get uh, on uh, some live feed and and some recorded feed, and there I can sit all day if I want to. But I want you to know something. Knowledge is is wisdom here. You need to know that knowledge is wisdom. You need to know that the understanding of the things of God and the things that are coming to pass are truly important to you as an individual regardless of your state of affairs. You see, there's something here for every individual who will hear the Word. To the unsaved, it is a, a wake-up call to, to make sure that you're that you're aware of the situation right before your very eyes. God is coming soon. To the, to the saved uh, uh, a saint of God who's living in a worldly sense, who is living cold and indifferent of God, listen, you better wake up. You better, number one, count your blessings that He's not giving you, He's not giving you over to a reprobate mind or to do those things that are inconvenient and, and to just enjoy sin to its fullest because there's a payday coming. There's a retribution day coming. Those that are living in sin, I'm talking about the saved individuals, need to understand that He's given you an opportunity this very hour, this very day, to recognize the signs ahead. And to pay attention to your life in which you live. For the saint of God. That one who is living righteously. That one who is living in the fear and the admonition of God. Notice your redemption draw nigh. And what joy should be in your hearts today. Even though as we sit here today. We know that there are those in our families. Our loved ones that are lost and undone. And we pray for their souls. That they will come to an understanding. Of what Jesus Christ done on the cross of Calvary. How that he came. He died. He was buried and rose again the third day. That they might have life. And may escape the total wrath of Almighty God. Matthew 24. States this. You shall hear wars and rumors of wars and see that you be not troubled. For all these things must come to pass. What's going on in Israel today in the world right around little Israel? Listen, these are things that must surely come to pass. And they are coming to pass right before your very eyes. But the end is not yet. You see, everybody, everybody's looking at this war as the war of Armageddon. Well, this is not Armageddon, friend. This is the hooks that are drawing the nations down for that great battle of Armageddon. That great battle of Armageddon is after the, after the tribulation period. And there's going to be, after that time, there's going to be a thousand years of peace and comfort upon the earth. But then there's one last war, one last major world war. You know who the players are. They're the foes of the Almighty God. It's Satan and all his forces, all his rogue nations upon the earth. And there's one who's going to stand and fight in that day. His name is Almighty. He is Jehovah God and He is going to take vengeance upon those that have died without Jesus Christ and those who live without Jesus Christ in that day. Verse 7 says, For nation shall rise against nation. 
and kingdom against kingdom. And there shall be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in diverse places. You know, the other day I heard uh, uh, the Islamic State, how they said that Israel's going to feel a great earthquake. And friend, I want you to know something. There are earthquakes, I'm talking literal earthquakes. I'm not just talking about a, a, a play on words, but there are literal earthquakes all over the world today. More than they have ever been since time has begun. <coughs> Just the other day, not too long ago, I think it was two weeks ago, just, a, just after this war began with Israel, there was a great earthquake in Afghanistan and some of those other areas. And listen, I want you to know something. They're talking about the thousands and thousands and thousands of lives that, are, that, have, that have died and, and have passed from this life to the next. You know where they went? They went to meet their maker just like every person who dies in this world today, they go to meet their maker. They go to that one place and all people go there. But the Bible says in verse 10, Neither be you called... Excuse me. Verse 7, again, we talk about the pestilences. What do you see going on in the world today? These, this, this word pestilences are, are diseases. These are, these are the things that we see coming upon the earth today and diseases that cannot be explained that have never been seen. And this is what we see today in the end time. That's where it's going to be. Mm. The Bible states these are the beginning of sorrows. Friend, I want you to know something today. The beginning of sorrows is beginning to fall upon the face of this earth. The beginning of, uh, of Jacob's trouble, listen, is beginning to, to come to pass right before your very eyes. The 70 weeks of Daniel that he spoke of, listen, is coming to pass right before your eyes. Wake up and see the writing on the wall. Amen. Listen, it's time. The time is near. The Bible goes on to say as we drop on down to verse 15 where it talks about that great tribulation time. And when you therefore shall see the abomination and desolation spoken of Daniel by the prophet stand in the holy place whoso readeth let him understand. Listen, that day is yet to come. You know there's coming a, there's coming a prince of peace. And I use those air quotes real real lightly because he is not a real prince of peace. There is coming a man upon the scene. He is coming and he's promising peace to, to, to Israel, to everyone. Listen, I want you to know something. You heard something mentioned the other night uh, uh, about uh, Israel and her, her being judged for being lost and undone. Listen, everyone who's in Israel today that has not looked upon Jesus Christ as a Redeemer are still in their lost state. It does not matter who they are or where they are. Listen, it does not matter who you are or where you're at today. You could be the, you could have the prodigy of all kinds of saints in your, in your lineage. But listen, if you've never been saved by the grace of God, you're still lost and undone and you need to be saved at this very moment. The Bible states quite emphatically, you go to Ezekiel 38 and you'll begin to see some things there that are transpiring right before your very eyes. In Ezekiel, in chapter 38, and, and listen, the last two weeks I've spent a great deal of time 
in this area in chapter 38 and 39. And I want to read just a little bit of this for you today. And I want you to think about what you've seen on the news and on the, on the world events. The Word of God came unto me saying, Son of man, set thy face against Gog, the land of Magog, the chief prince of Meshach and Tubal, and prophesy against them. And say, Thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I am against thee, O Gog, the chief prince of Meshach and Tubal. I will turn thee back and put hooks into thy jaws. And I will bring thee forth and all thine army, horses and horsemen, and all them clothed with all sorts of armor, even a great company of them handling swords. Persia, Ethiopia and Libya with them, all of them with shield and helmet. Gomer and all his bands, the house of Togarma, the north quarters and all his bands and many people with them. Be thou prepared and prepare thyself, thou and all thy company that are assembled unto thee and be thou a guard unto them. Now I want you to stop right there for just a moment as we have just read some of these, some of these words. You've, you have heard some of the nations that have been spoken of here. You know where they're at today in modern day times. You're dealing with Russia, Magog. You're dealing with, the, uh, the, of course, they're all north of, of Israel. And where is Israel's enemy going to be coming from? They're coming out of the Northland, folks. I want you to think about that. And everybody up to Russia is all the Islamic lands. And they're coming down against Israel. Folks, I want you to know something. Things are coming to pass right before your very eyes. When you start thinking about Afghanistan, Pakistan, Iraq, and Sudan, you start thinking about Libya and Ethiopia, all these places. All you had to do, uh, I think it was Wednesday or Thursday, the UN were taking a vote, okay? Whether to condemn Israel or not. You know the, you know the nations that condemned Israel? It was the nations I just mentioned here. Every last one of them condemned Israel. And they have taken a stand to annihilate Israel and to wipe her off the face of the earth. Folks, I want you to know something. It's time to look up. Listen, your redemption draws near, saves child of God. We go on and we think about uh, 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 this prince that's going to come. We, well, and listen, I'm not saying that that Vladimir Putin is, is the Antichrist. I'm not saying that at all. But I do know this. At this moment, he is the prince of Russia. Whether you realize it or not, he is the main, the head of Russia and, and the leader of all those. Why do you think that he's coming around? Why do you think that he's coming around to the direct north of Israel? The only thing that separates him is the Black Sea. And guess where he's going next? Do you realize that North Korea and China and all these nations are banding together to fill him up with all the weapons that he needs? That's what uh, uh, verse number 4 was talking about here. The time is near, folks. The time is near. Now I'm going to get on into my message. I've only got about a half hour left on the radio, but I want you to think about this. 
And I want you to pray with me, child of God. And I want you to understand as well where you're at right now, where you're sitting in this house of God, where is your heart at this very moment? Listen, the time is near. Are you ready? Is your light burning brightly? Has your lamp been trimmed and filled with oil? Are you one of the wise virgins that Matthew 25 is speaking of? Listen, be wise. Understand where you're at right now. And understand that at this very moment we could be called off the scene. Listen, God's Word says in, in chapter 24 here about the wars and rumors of war. Listen, He said then that this is not the time, but now is the time. It could be any moment, my friend, because all these things are already transpired and are coming to pass right before your very eyes. Our most gracious and divine Heavenly Father, Lord, as we bow before your throne, we do so with thankful hearts. And, and Lord, I know today without a shadow of a doubt that you have given me this message. I pray for thy people and I pray for thy people Israel. Lord, I pray for the redeemed that you help us to remind each other of how urgent it is and how close we are to going home. Father, I pray for the lost around us. You may open their eyes that they may see the very events that are going on in this world, how close thy coming truly and truly is. Lord, bless us today. Save souls. And Lord, save lives. And Father, forgive us our sin. In Jesus Christ's name, his sake that I pray. Amen. Emmanuel, to our visiting friends and our radio audience, in last, morning, in last Sunday morning's message, I pled with all of us as humanity with an urgent plea. The urgent plea was flee from the wrath to come. And certainly we can all attest to the fact that dramatic changes in God's prophetic word is being fulfilled right before our very eyes. Things found in God's holy word are being put in the forefront of our minds and right on all of our TVs and our devices so that you can clearly see God's word is coming to pass right before us. Just for verification, I'll take you back for just a moment to Genesis in chapter 10. And verses 1 down through verse 5. And notice what it says here. This is Noah's family record. And I want, you to, I want you to get these first five verses of Scripture. And I want you to think about this. Now these are the generations of the son of Noah. Shem, Ham, and Japheth. And unto them were sons born after the flood. The sons of Japheth. Gomer, Magog, Medea, Javan, Tubal, Meshach, and Tyrus. All of these nations today are going to stand against Israel. The Bible goes on to say, And the sons of Gomer, Ashkenaz, and Repath, and Tagarma. And the sons of Javan, Elisha, Tarshish, Kittim, and Dodanim. By these were the isles of the Gentiles divided into the lands every one after his tongue and after their families in their nations. As we begin this sermon, we must recognize the players of this terrible act which is even now being revealed before our very eyes. For this reason, 
we all should be very concerned for the lost in our families. And yes, even ourselves as born-again Christians. Are you wise today? Are you wise? Listen, first of all, I want you to notice the prophecy found back in Ezekiel in chapter 38 with me. Ezekiel in chapter 38 in these first eight verses of Scripture we've already read down through verse 6. I want you to look at verse 7 and 8 now. Be thou prepared and prepare thyself thou and all thy company that are assembled unto thee and be thou a guard against them. In other words, that word guard there in the Hebrew means to take charge of. It means to be the leader of and to take custody of. Listen, there is one who's going to take custody of all the world's armies and they're going to take charge and they're going to do everything in their power to continue to bring everybody down against Israel. Just the other day, I watched, I think it was yesterday, and Putin made his announcement how he was so, so infuriated because of America and Israel and their stands against against this, this great abomination that's already taken place against the children of Israel. And Putin began to... He was, I mean, he was, he was just absolute filled with anger. He was filled with anger for every nation that stood with Israel. And he told them that they would pay. Listen, I want you to know something today. These are things that are coming to pass right before your eyes. That's the reason why today that I stand before this congregation and I am so excited about the things that are coming to pass but at the same time I'm so concerned about the souls around us are you ready for this day to come I'm here today to tell you and I'm here today to warn you in love turn from him whose wrath is about to fall listen it's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of an angry God you need to realize that. The Bible says in verse 8, After many days thou shalt be visited, and in the latter years thou shalt come into the land that is brought back from the sword, and is gathered out of my people against the mountains of Israel, which have, all, which have been always waste, but it is brought forth out of the nations, and they shall dwell safely, all of them. Hamas blew holes. In their fences, did he not? Listen, Israel was set at ease. She had a sense of security around her. The borders were fenced. And let me just uh, uh, tell you again what that, what that is. They were just fenced in many areas. It was just a fence that was easily blown through and the enemy went through. They were set at ease thinking nobody could do this to them. But listen, God's Word's coming true, isn't it? God's Word is right before your eyes. Listen, Hamas blew huge holes in their fence barrier. Remember, Gog is a, is a defendant of Esau and Ishmael. That's what you need to remember. You know, a lot of people, they'll look at Esau and they say, well, where did he come from? Listen, he went back to Ishmael even to pick up a wife for his own. How do you think these families came to be and their blood began to mix? Listen, it is nothing but blood of hatred. They are standing against Israel today. And listen, we need to have our eyes looking up. You recall what was said in Romans 9, verse 11 through 13, speaking of Jacob and Esau. And he's talked about the fact that he hated Esau. Why? Because he has blood in him that is a cursed blood. And he wants to do everything in his power to destroy Israel. 
Yes. Yes, I get, I get kind of tore up sometimes. But I want you to know how quick things have changed in the last just a few months. There's always been this back avenue of people that have stood against God's children. But now it's all coming out in the forefront. Do you think that Putin really wants Ukraine? That's just a sidestep, my friend. It's just a sidestep. He's willing to take anything that they have to get him on down into Israel. He's claiming land all around him. Folks, you're seeing things come to pass today that God's Word said shall come to pass. And Ezekiel 38 and 3 declares, God is against the Ogog, the chief prince of Meshach and Tubal. And again, remember that Gog here is a man. It's not a land. Gog is the man. It is the prince. It is the leader of a, of a nation called Magog. And Magog is the old nation Russia. Meshach is Moscow. And you can go on and on and on and see how all these things come. All you got to do is get you an encyclopedia. Get you a map. Uh, uh, Brother John got me that, uh, that big old illustration book one day. Years ago, and I got that out the other day, and I began to look at it and look at the modern time map against the against the map that Ezekiel was talking about here. And there you see all these things right before your very eyes. Tubal and some of these areas, you're talking about Turkey. You're talking about all these people that hate the children of God, and folks, they're getting ready to set their teeth against against that little nation Israel and all that is right. Again, Meshach is modern day Moscow. You go back and you think about what Brother Jim has been or speaking on here on our Sunday mornings about uh, in Esther. You know, Haman. Haman, which Brother Jim spoke of for, a, for, quite, a, for quite a bit, is a descendant of Esau. They hated they hated the people of God even then, and they still hate them today. Haman hated the Jews so much that he had huge gallows. Listen, that 75-foot stack of gallows was not meant for just one man. It was meant for all the Jews he could get up there and hung on them. That's the way he was. You think about all these nations. Listen in Ezekiel 38 verses 2 through 6. Listen, we're talking about the nations of Turkey, Afghanistan, Pakistan, Iraq, Iran, Russia, Sudan. These nations mentioned here, except for Russia, were all Islamic nations and people of Esau and Ishmael. When Esau went into Ishmael's family in Genesis 28 and 9, we have the alliance of the two rejected sons. Both of these families hated Isaac and Jacob. They hated the lineage of the Jewish people and they have hated this family line even to the day which we now live in. You see how things are coming to pass? Listen, do you see with your eyes today, your mind has to have an understanding that God's Word is true. God's Word is true and this preacher has not lied to you. 
This preacher has not told you nothing but the truth. Listen, the Word of God is true. As we consider Esau and the, con uh, uh, the continual conflict with, which continues even to today. Again, remember the words of God that was said in, in Ezekiel 35. I'm going to back up just a little bit. I know I'm about to run out of time and I'm not going to have time to get all of my message in. And I wasn't even through with this message. So, well, you can either take that with a smile or what. Maybe I was through with it. Maybe God said it's time to quit writing and start preaching. Amen. But the Bible states this in Ezekiel 35, Moreover, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, set thy face against Mount Seir, and prophesy against it. And say unto it, Thus saith the Lord God, Behold, Mount Seir, I am against thee, and I will stretch out mine hand against thee, and I will make thee most desolate. I will lay the, thy cities waste, and thou shalt be desolate, and thou shalt know that I am the Lord God. Folks, I want you to know today, this is the very reason why today things are coming to pass, that the world may know that there is a God in heaven to be praised and to be worshipped. Amen. That's what we're here for. Amen. That's the reason why we come to the house of God to praise and worship Him. That's the reason why we try to act Christ-like, that His name will be glorified. Oh, child of God, today, I, yes, I get excited. I do get excited. Maybe I raise my voice too loud, but the Bible says, cry aloud. Cry aloud and warn my people. Listen. I want you to know when Isaiah, when he spoke these words, listen, he had, he had reason to speak them words because trouble was coming. You need to wake up. You need to be aware of the situation at hand. Listen, I'm not going to read any more of Ezekiel 35. This is what we began to witness in this modern day era though. It's time to look up, sinner friend. Listen, God will not be mocked. The Word of God is being fulfilled right before your very eyes. The world news is even bearing record of God's prophecy even this very morning. All of God's Word is true and it's bearing witness to its validity this very hour. Very soon, we will witness the very hooks placed upon the children of God's enemy. Their hatred for the Jew will force them to be drawn down more than their lust for Israel's wealth, although Israel's wealth is also a factor. Even this morning, the alliance of Russia, China, North Korea, and all the anti-Semitic countries of the North Country aligning themselves against God's people Israel. This is coming to pass right before your eyes. Wake up. The time is near. Ezekiel 36, 1 through 11, and, and then again in verse 21, you see some of the, some of these things that are coming to pass right before your very eyes. In verse 9, he says, For behold, I am for you, and I will turn unto you, and ye will be tilled and sown. You go down to verse 11, and the Bible says, And I will multiply upon you man and beast, and they shall increase and bring fruit, and I will settle you after your old estate, and will do better unto you than at your beginnings, and ye shall know that I am the Lord. Listen, there's coming a day when Israel is going to be restored fully. It's not now, folks, but it's coming. Right now, the wrath of God is being 
wrung out upon her because of her indiscretion and because of her unbelief. Because they would not receive the true Messiah who's already come. They're still waiting on Him to come. Folks, I, I, I feel sorry for them. Because when they see Him then, many of their people are going to be slaughtered. Many of their people are going to find the wrath of God has fell upon them. And they'll know that was the reason. Jesus was the Messiah. Ezekiel 35 and 5, the very first part of it says, Because thou hast had a perpetual hatred. The events of this world at this very moment speaks to the end times. Will you not believe God's Word today? God's Word declares that just before the tribulation period comes, that... And I will read this. I will turn thee back and put hooks into thy jaws and I will bring thee forth and all thine army. Again, you know what that's speaking of. It's setting the stage for the battle of Armageddon. What you see going on in the world today is a battle that's drawing all the forces together. This is not the main battle. This is not the main fight. But to those who are left behind to witness this awful atrocity that's going to take place called the Battle of Armageddon, listen, you know that if you're there, you've already lost out. You've already, you've already, you've already paid, you're already paying the price. You see, there's coming a day when upon this earth, when tribulation began to really be poured out, and the devil himself and his false prophet and the Antichrist, when they set themselves up to be worshipped, and nobody can buy, sell, or trade without the mark of the beast, you'll know then that this old preacher was right. What are you going to do then? Listen, there's nothing that you can do. What a sad state of affairs you will find yourself in. Well, I'll be all right for a while. I can raise my food. I can do all this and I can do that. You'll not be able to do anything because the world's going to come in and they're going to take everything that you've got. You talk about fighting for food and fighting for survival. You're going to fight to the death and you're going to die without Christ. What an awful place to be in. Listen. God's Word declares again that He's going to draw them in. What do we see this very morning? This attack will come from the North Country in its league of confederate nations. Where is Russia today? Directly north of Israel. Look at her place in Ukraine. Look at the territory where she's at right now. You know where she's at? You know who's at the south of her directly? Israel. All the eastern countries, Iran, Iraq, and all those countries are surrounding little Israel. And it's right before your eyes. Can't you see the Word of God is true? They're coming closer and closer, folks. 
I have one more scripture that I want to read. It's found in the book of Psalm and 83. Psalm and 83. The Bible states this in verse 1. Listen. Here is a Psalm of David. A Psalm of Asaph, I should say. And this is a prayer that the children of God's enemy will be defeated once and for all. But listen to this. Keep not thy silence, O God. Hold not thy peace and be not still, O God. You know what? There's going to be a lot of Jewish people praying that prayer. And there may be those that are praying that prayer today, this very hour. Listen. That Palestinian world, they have Hamas. And Hamas is doing everything in its power to destroy this little country of Israel. People need to wake up. They need to see the truth. For lo, thine enemies make a tumult. And they that hate thee have lifted up their head. They have taken crafty counsel against thy people. And consulted against the hidden ones. <laughs> you go back and you think about all the tunnels that are under Gaza. Folks, they've, they've arranged so much hidden things that it's, it's unreal. And Asaph here in his mind, he's praying, Lord, take care of all this. They have said, come and let us cut them off from being a nation that the name of Israel may be no more in remembrance. You see, this is exactly where Hamas is today. This is the followers of Ishmael and Esau. And these are the people, the very families of these men who hated them then and they hate them with more vigor today. For they have consulted together with one consent. They are confederated against thee. And that's what I saw the other day when Putin was going upon national television and talking about all those of the UN who voted to uphold Israel and her statehood. He hates them. He hates them with the hatred and the, the anger that was coming forth from, from that television screen was unreal. He hates them just as much as the Hamas does. The tabernacles of Edom and Ishmaelites of Moab and the Hargenzis. You know where this is? Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia. All these nations that are pretending to be something for Israel are getting ready to take offense against them. And Saudi Arabia will not offer them any help whatsoever. Gebel and Ammon and Amalek, the Philistines, with the inhabitants of Tyre. You know where Tyre is? Lebanon. You know where some shots came forth the other day from Lebanon? Coming right through to Israel. Folks, I want you to know something. When you think about Hamas, you think about Hezbollah, you think about Al-Qaeda and all these, these nations of hate, 
Listen, all they want to do is destroy Israel. I'm not going to read the rest of this. Take time in your own leisure to read the remainder of this. Because, I mean, all these names that are mentioned, I just mentioned back in the book of Genesis and the descendants of Noah and that one family. Listen, the Ishmaelites of Moab or Saudi Arabia, Tyre, Lebanon, Asher is the Assyrian, the son of Shem of Nigeria, West Africa. Russia now is patrolling airspace and territory in the Black Sea. Directly north of Israel. Look up, Christian. Your redemption draws nigh. And sinner friends, you need to be understanding how short the day is. Sinner friend, I would say this in my closing. Prepare for the future. You say, well, how do you do it, preacher? Give me an idea of what I need to do. Number one, you need to recognize yourself as a sinner. Number two, you need to repent of your sin. Number three, you need to believe and trust Jesus Christ as your Savior. Number four, you need to follow in scriptural baptism and make sure you have your calling in election sure. You say, why would you throw baptism in there? Because I want you to be a member of a church that's going out together. Listen. The things that I've spoke of here today... Yes, I know a lot of men say, listen, you don't need to get on to uh, current day events. But this is, this, is a, this is prophecy coming to pass right before your very eyes. Can you not see? Listen to the television. Or some people call it the television. But listen to it. It's got some things you, you need to hear today. Jerusalem, little Israel, is under attack. You know what? I believe that all those nations that took a stand with Israel, God will bless. Now I'm not saying that America is going to stay with her. Because America is not found in prophecy. I know there's coming a day when all... All the people of the world are going to focus upon Israel and they're going to blame her for everything and the whole world's going to come down against her. I do believe that there's going to be another great war. But it's not going to be the war of wars yet. But there's going to be a lot of life lost. There's going to be a lot of Christians suffer. There's going to be a lot of Jews and I know there's people that hate the Jew today just because they're a Jew. That's the way Putin is. That's the way all the Islamic nations are. They hate the Jews just because they're Jews. But the Bible says those who bless her, those who offer unto her help, he says, I will bless. But those who curse her, I will curse. You mark her down. The countries that are standing against little Israel are going to be cursed. They are cursed already. It's it's not it, you know it may not come to fruition right now, but it they're they're already cursed. And really, so is ever lost sinner who will not repent and trust Jesus. They're already cursed. You say, well, what's the use then? 
Because you still got breath in your mouth. You still got an understanding of your, of your brain. You still know what's right and wrong. Listen, today's the day of salvation. You're not promised tomorrow. Yes, this was an unfinished message. But it's finished now. But know this, that the warning has come forth. Last Sunday was the urgent plea. I think this one was even more urgent. Look at the things that are going on in the world today. You cannot deny God's Word. And if God's Word is right about that, it's right about everything. Because we serve a God that cannot lie. And not one word of His Word, not one jot nor one tittle shall be done away with until it's all fulfilled. Listen, He's coming. Are you ready? The signs of the times are right before you. And we could even go up before I get through with this message. How many are going to be left behind? Will you be left behind? Think about your children. Think about your wife, your husband. Think about your, your family. How many are going to be left behind when He comes and calls us home? Oh, I pray that not one soul in this house will be left behind. I've, you know what I prayed this morning? I pray at every, every service. But this morning was a special prayer. And I prayed for miracles in this house. You know what I prayed? That every lost soul would come to know Jesus today. And that every lost soul that comes to know Jesus today will make a public profession of faith and submit to scriptural baptism. That's what I've been praying today. Is there anything too hard for God? Not one thing. And God right now can take that old stony heart and crush it. He can wake up that sinner and cause him to see the things that are in the Bible are true. He's coming again. Are you ready? Let's all stand please.